Hi friend, I'm so glad you're here. In today's episode, I'm sharing four practical ways I integrate more purpose and tune my life in and outside my business. I hope these simple practices, like seeing your workplace as your mission field and not grumbling or gossiping at work, inspire you to integrate more purpose wherever you're called to serve. Welcome to the Marketing Your Purpose podcast. I'm Austin, a marketing and PR gal and small business owner, passionate about enabling purpose-driven businesses to be seen and heard through my purpose-given gifts. If you're an entrepreneur, marketing leader, or work-from-home boss lady that's tired of crafting campaigns and pitching stories that feel purposeless and in need of a reminder of who you were purposely created to market for, you're in the right place. Inside this podcast, you'll find basic integrated marketing and PR tips that break through the darkness, thoughtful plans to help you launch and sustain your purpose-built thing, encouragement in helping you live by your values in and outside your workplace, and much more. So friend, if you're ready to drive more light into this world by simply marketing your purpose, turn up the volume, grab your coffee, and let's dig in. Ready to organize and execute all your marketing and PR dreams? Say hello to the Purposeful Marketing and PR Playbook, a four-step system to organizing and executing all your marketing and PR dreams without compromising your time and budget. Build your playbook and start marketing your purpose right now. If you've tried the same marketing strategies over and over again and they're no longer working, if you're inconsistent with your marketing due to time constraints and budget, And if you know you have a powerful purpose to share, but marketing feels like too much work, this online go-at-your-own-speed course is for you. If you want to stop feeling lost or frustrated by your marketing and communications and start feeling in control of your sales and time so your purpose can shine, you need the Purposeful Marketing Playbook. Visit plumandparcel.com slash playbook today. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I am so excited to share four practical ways I integrate purpose into my life, particularly through my business. This topic actually has been pretty heavy on my heart since a conviction in 2021 that made me look more carefully at how I express my words, gifts, and time. Don't worry, I am still working on it and I have a ways to go. But I've been taking baby steps, both personally and professionally, to be more intentional. And by sharing these four practices, maybe they'll encourage and inspire you too. So let me start with the personal story to explain how I got here. In the fall of 2021, I had a breakdown, mentally, physically, emotionally, that led me to recognize I lost sight of who I was, particularly in how I spent my time and how I was responding to life happening around me. In that season, I was extremely stressed by my corporate job, where I was spending much more than 40 hours a week at, and I was just disappointed by my actions and words that didn't show who God truly is in and outside of my workplace. It was seeping into my home, which was a big catalyst for making a change. I also felt a tension between being a working mom in a global company that required me to work long and odd hours to accommodate its global nature while also being asked to come back to the office after working remotely for two years. During those two years, I had a baby. I became a mom, and I was planning on having more babies in the near future. 
at that point in my life, I had an 18-month-old who was battling every sickness under the sun, being at daycare, and then giving it to us. I was just so tired and frustrated by my quote-unquote trying to do it all and do it all well and walking through life disappointed. I was more so heartbroken by my response to this challenging season. I knew I was not reflecting Jesus in the ways he calls me to, and I'm thankful that through the breakdown was a conviction, a prompting from his spirit to help me remember who I am in Christ and who he created me to be. I was motivated in that breakdown and tough season to find my true identity in Christ again. And it was actually this conviction that fueled my desire to relaunch Plum and Parcel with purpose. That meant leaving my full-time job to execute work in and outside the home that aligned more closely with my values, priorities, and goals long-term. And leaning into his fruits of goodness, forgiveness, faithfulness, kindness, joy, patience, and self-control, and applying them to every aspect of my life, not just my work. This is where I humble myself, friends, and say I'm still working on this at home. My family sees the best and worst parts of me, and leaving my full-time job did not solve everything. I'm definitely growing in the patience piece and the, <laughs> with the two little children I have at home, but I still have a lot to work on. But when I relaunched Plum and Parcel in 2022, I will say that I was very keen to embed more intentionality in my business. Yes, I'd still serve purpose-driven brands, which I've been doing when I first launched my business in 2014, but it also addressed both the low and high points of my corporate career to hopefully find and live out my true identity in Christ again. So here I am, sharing four of the practices I've embedded into my business to keep my words, gifts, and time in check while I work, and to be honest, with my struggles, so you know I'm human, and I have a long ways to go too. I hope these are helpful whether you also own your own business or work in a corporate setting. So let's dig in. These practices come out of experience coupled with James 1's teaching. Number one, I see my workplace and the circles God has me in as my mission field. James 1, 2-4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I want to be clear that I didn't jump ship in order to avoid the problems I was facing in my corporate job. In fact, I know God called me back to the corporate world for a season to serve people who needed Jesus more than ever, then called me out of it when he had other bolder and better plans for me. When I lived in San Francisco, an extremely diverse city that was all over the place in terms of God, I was challenged in my faith, but I always had clear eyes for why God placed me there. He knew I would be a glimmer of hope and light amongst a lost world, especially through my work. And I think I was. I met some incredibly talented and unique people while working in San Francisco. People I likely would have never crossed paths if I hadn't trusted God in the leap. And I'm encouraged and hopeful that I made a small impression on them by seeing my workplace as my mission field. 
I stumbled across the study online, which likely isn't relevant anymore as it was conducted in 2014, but this gives you a little background for the environment of SF when I got there in 2017. In fact, it was my time in San Francisco that compelled me to start this podcast. Pew Research Center, a think tank based in D.C., polled 500 adults in the San Francisco metro area in 2014 and found that 48% of these adults say they were Christian, but 45% seldom or never attended church, and 70% of these adults seldom or never participated in prayer, scripture study, or religious educational groups. I expect these numbers are drastically lower today, especially coming out of the pandemic, which really impacted the church in the Bay Area. So now when I say, on a Monday morning, after being asked what I did that past weekend and mentioning church or spending time with my community group through my church, I get a quick, awkward response like, oh, really? That's nice, before they turn their backs back to work. But like I said, I know God was calling me to see my workplace as a place to infuse more of Him. And although uncomfortable at times, this challenge was thrilling. A team member shared this quote with me, and I find it absolutely accurate. It's by Billy Graham, and it says, The greatest way to witness is through the life you live. Let the radiance of your Christian life be such that it will make others ask questions about your faith. Now I believe that wherever God places me, whether in a corporate secular setting or running my own business, my workplace is my mission field. I'm very vocal about my faith in my business, and I try to embed his fruits into its mission, values, and goals to keep myself accountable and express him along the way. You can read about our mission and values at plumandparcel.com. Do you have a similar approach to your work? Do you see your business or corporate work setting as your mission field? Do you have a business mission? What about values? Have you taken time to write them down, share them with your customers, or think through how you can live by them more purposely? All right, that takes me to practice number two. Number two, I commit to building authentic and transformative relationships with the people I come in contact with, that is my team, future team members, current and prospective customers, clients, partners, it goes on. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. I believe that God created me to bear the fruits of him in my words and actions. What a better gift to him, but to be kind and lead and live as he has asked of me. So how does that play out? Well, while living in San Francisco, I knew every interaction I had with someone I came in contact with was an opportunity to express God and his goodness. So at work and outside of it, I tried to be very intentional with every conversation I have and go out of my way to have conversations that may not, that didn't feel work-like. Now, how does this look as I apply this today? I intentionally schedule casual one-on-ones or lunches into my schedule, whether they're held on Zoom, on the phone, or in person, to connect with new and old team members, clients, coworkers, partners, friends of partners in the industry. Again, the list goes on. During these chats, sometimes we don't even talk about work. If there is an agenda, I start with small talk. 
asking how this person is or what's new personally and listening closely. As an introvert, this is huge as a small, a small talk is hard work. And most of these conversations are small talk, but small talk and personal conversation is so valuable. It builds connection and relationship. Also, it's how God wired us. It helps someone feel seen and heard as a person, not just as a transaction. It's a great opportunity to show him and his fullness in a small and intimate way. And it builds my character to be more like him along the way. And this practice couples well with practice number three. Number three, I'm committing to not gossip or grumble about any person or problem at work. What do you mean gossiping and grumbling? (laughs) Well, I have another story. In 2020, when we all went to work from home into a constant state of being behind a computer screen, it felt as though my corporate company colleagues and I had forgotten how to talk to each other. Instead of asking and hearing how each other were, we often jumped straight to grumbling about a work problem or a person who was asking for something that couldn't possibly be delivered by their intended deadline, or who on the other, other hand was falling short at delivering something on time. Conversations became transactional, when can you get me this and by when, and often hurtful. And I'd ask myself, why do I feel like I'm always complaining? Where's Jesus in all this? I knew that every conversation was an opportunity to open the door to him, and at the time, I was struggling to do that well behind a computer screen. And if I'm honest, friends, I still catch myself grumbling and complaining, almost as a way to connect with people. Yikes. That's why I'm intentionally committed to recognizing that although I work remotely, every person I come in contact with virtually or in person deserves a type of kindness, patience, forgiveness, grace, and care that Jesus shows me. And that grumbling and complaining, it's not from God. So I'm working on being slower to respond with my words, even if they're typed. I encourage you to try this out too. James 1.19 says, Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Number four is I try to be proactive about showing appreciation. All right, now what's a little funny about number four is that the corporate world helped me be more tangibly appreciative and added it, embedded it into my business. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Part of working in internal communications and employer branding is creatively showing appreciation of and to our employees by using marketing and communications. Again, see why I felt a little bit convicted. During my time in the corporate world, we use our company's internal social tools and professional marketing channels to celebrate our colleagues' accomplishments and big wins, as well as share physical gifts or cards. I love that, which is why I'm working to embed this practice into my business as I see the small impact it has on showing appreciation for all types of people in a seen and unseen way. When I'm being intentional with my personal and professional marketing channels, I actively use social media, my blog, my website to shout out my team, my clients, and close partners so they know how grateful I am for them. I also share personal gifts and thank you notes throughout the year. 
Do you have creative ways you show appreciation of others in and outside your business or at your current workplace? I love to hear about them. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, sharing your tips, or DM us at Plum and Parcel on Instagram. I love how James begins to close this first chapter from verse 21 to 25. He says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Man, is this humbling. This is such a beautiful reminder that the word is living and breathing and continues to refine us to live more pure and blameless lives by listening to him. We must not take his words and wisdom for granted, for they are liberating. Don't you want to be refined for the better, my friends? He wants that for you too. Now we're just scratching the surface here, but that means there will be a part two soon. I hope I'm leaving you with a little bit of encouragement for how you can show up with more purpose in your work and life too. This week, go ahead and try to look at your work and life through a different lens. Maybe attempt some of the practices I shared today too. I look forward to hearing what stuck with you the most. Again, DM me on Instagram at Plum and Parcel or leave a note on Apple Podcasts noting which you are implementing and others we, the Marketing Your Purpose community, should consider too. Let's keep ourselves accountable and be more purposeful in and outside our businesses. Now, as I close out today, you may be wondering how the Purposeful Marketing and PR playbook mentioned at the start of the episode fits into all of this. I'm going to take a moment to talk about it because how could I not? This online go at your own pace course is launching to everyone in just two short weeks. I'm so excited to tell you about it first. This course was built with so much intention and purpose, and I hope you come to see it that way too. The Purposeful Marketing and PR Playbook is a solution I created when I was six months postpartum with my second child and needed to go from feeling overwhelmed and defeated in my marketing and communications to organized and efficient fast. In a season when I could have let the chaos and long list of new responsibilities of two littles cripple my God-given dreams to own a small business and serve small businesses, God called me into something even bigger, even bigger than becoming a mom of two. He took my constrained budget, lack of bandwidth, and limited time, and turned it into this actionable and purposeful marketing and PR playbook for my own small business, and then asked me to share it with all of you too. I believe that this four-step system will help you organize and execute all your marketing PR dreams without compromising your time and budget. The full course officially launches on Tuesday, September 19th. I'll be sharing a deep dive on the why and how of the playbook on the podcast then, so stay tuned for that episode. In the meantime, here are a few things you should know and expect to get out of the course. This course is for the busy, purpose-driven female entrepreneur who wants to stop feeling lost or frustrated by her marketing and communications and start feeling in control of her sales and time so her purpose can shine. 
If this is you and you've tried the same marketing strategies over and over again and they're no longer working or you're inconsistent with your marketing due to time constraints and budget, or you know you have a powerful purpose to share, but marketing feels like too much work, this course is for you. At the end of the course, expect to walk away with a personalized six-month-plus strategic marketing and PR playbook or plan that's backed by research for your business. Learn how to execute low-cost and efficient marketing and communication strategies and tactics like media relations, influencer marketing, content marketing, guest speaking, and more, and receive a handful of partner, vendor, and service referrals. Find inspiration to keep the momentum going post-class through an actual evaluation and measurement process that you define and connect with a group of other busy small business owners that will hold you accountable. Your time and budget is precious. Out of anyone, I get that. So invest in this course for yourself, your God-given dreams, and your family. Visit PlumandParcel.com slash playbook to learn more. I'm so excited to see you all here next week. Until then, go market your purpose, friends. Hi, friend. If this podcast inspired you, encouraged you, or helped you feel more purposeful, the biggest thank you would be to leave a quick review on Apple iTunes. Reshare on social media, tagging my team and me at Plum and Parcel, or pop this episode over to a friend via text, letting them know that this podcast might have a positive impact on their life too. I hope to meet you back here real soon. Now go out into the world and start marketing your purpose. See you next time.